West Limerick 102. The following is the podcast of County Views, as broadcast on West Limerick 102 FM on the 27th of September 2023 from 9.30 to 11pm. Joining Pat O'Donovan and Tom Ryan, Christy Kelly and Councillor Jerome Scanlon, as this is the podcast of County Views, the phone lines and text lines are now closed. Please do not phone or text, otherwise you'll be unnecessarily charged. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061-314-948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie. Good evening, listeners. It is a nice, blustery evening. Very fresh, I think, is out of this like that. And... You are very welcome to County Views on this Wednesday night in West Limit 102 FM, your local community radio station, broadcasting from Newcastle West in County Limerick, the west of the county in Limerick and near the Kerry borders. You are all very welcome indeed, all people in our franchise area and all people across uh, the east of the county. Of course, we have lots of listeners in East Limerick and onto County Clare along the Shannon Way. Into shop recently in Kilrush, and the fellow said, I, I, I heard that voice before, so I, 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 I seem to get an inferiority complex, but this voice, mind people recognize it so easy. Anyway, folks, you're all very welcome. And on the panel tonight, I'm joined by Christy Kelly, glad to have him back again after his long holiday there. Thank you, and also Councillor Jerome Scanlon, independent councillor. And Tom Ryan, as usual, has not yet arrived. And our producer is Jason Smith. And we do say at the beginning of the program, anybody out there who is listening to us, who would like us to play their favorite song or favorite tune, next week is about this time at the beginning of the program. We would love to play it for you. And I thank uh, David O'Reardon of Grana, just under the slopes of Knockfairney Hill, who was on to us last week. We don't get so overburdened with all these calls, you know. We, and thank you, David. And it's Tooralaralula. That's an Irish lullaby by the one and only that member, the beautiful voice that is Bing Crosby. So, Jason, let it swing. Due to podcast regulations, we are unable to play that song on this podcast. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061-314-948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie. Welcome back, listeners, and that was Bing Crosby, an Irish lullaby for a good friend of mine there. David O'Reilly in Granite, David, of course, a dedicated member of Not Fair and Hell Society since the beginning, when it was nothing more than a wild mountain wilderness. And then other people seemed to when it was all opened up, they got a newfound interest. And we thank David there for his interest in that indeed. Um, now we have, um, let's put that phone away to answer it later now. And uh, we have quite a number of things. Of course, we said there, folks, also that if you would have a song that you would like to hear, if you just give us a shout there on 0696600 or 0871669800, and whatever song you might like to hear us play next week, we will play it at, at around this time as well. 
And just after 10 o'clock, I have another one to play for you. And it's the Royal Show Band. Of course, many people would have heard of the Royal Show Band, especially our age group. And their first advertised date took place in sep- on this night, on September 27, 1957, 66 years ago. And it was in, it is under me here, Jason, take that away and tell him. Uh, in the ballroom in Waterford, the Rundle Ballroom in Waterford, on this night in 1957, the sh- ride show made their first appearance, and of course they were, without a doubt, the top leading show band in Ireland for many, many years. So I have one of my old LPs there for a little bit later on, and I'm giving you a choice of songs that I'm going to play only one after the 10 o'clock break. And that is, I would like you to phone in or text in or any communicate there in, in with 0696200 or 087-166-9800. It is either Vogue by Brendan Byer or The Crappy Buy. They are both related to Wexford, of course, and those difficult times in the 1790 period along there with the crappies. Very d- d- terrible, terrible times indeed when they put hot tar up on top of people's head after cutting their hair off first and then boiling tar down on top of their heads, etc, etc. Awful times. You have a choice of songs, folks, by Brendan Byer. Is it the crappy by you would like to hear? Or the Boulevard. So we'll play one of those at 10 o'clock, depending on how many phone calls we get and who wants to hear what. Now, I'm delighted to have Christy Kelly back with us and also delighted to have... Uh, Jerome Scanlon. Jerome was on very recently and he's very outspoken. We consider him very honest. He's not hiding behind any barriers. And of course I'm also delighted to have Tom Ryan as well, who doesn't hide behind the hedge when it comes to calling it either. Jerome, you understand a lot of these things. I hate these abbreviations differently, but regeneration and social housing. I hear it morning, noon and night and we have a number of housing estates here in town. And they're on about social housing, regeneration. And I would like to say on air what they said after that about regeneration and social housing. What well, do they mean? Well, we leave did, the, the did, regeneration. Does it mean it improves the caliber of persons in those housing estates? That what regeneration, about? as I see it, and as far as Limerick City is concerned, and that's where it's applying in the main, is to repent and repair the mistakes of the past. And the big problem in Limerick City was over-concentration of social housing in the same spot. In the same social areas. housing? Council housing. And if you build houses... Council, why you don't call them cons- council oh, well, houses? So. Oh, but you see, we've gone up in the world, haven't we? So not, social PC, not PC. Yeah, political correctness is an issue here. Exactly. But if, if we just look at it, housing density is a problem. They built all these houses in certain parts of the city, too close together. So if the kids have a difference, the parents end up in dispute. That is part of the problem. And the regeneration project in there now has, to some extent, gone to correct that. Too much money spent. They knocked down the houses that they'd built in the, fi- in the, fi- in the 50s and 60s. Well-built houses, yes. Solid houses. And they've replaced them with God knows what. But they are you, replaced. That you can drive the chair mm-hmm. in probably, the wall probably, and one side and out probably the other side. a high concentration of cardboard yeah. in them. 
and insulation and that ever warm houses i'm not i'm not saying the house is unsuitable but, but how durable it will be in 40 years time what became the people who had the generation come into this quite a lot of the people that um, were replay uh, re um, housed they were removed and rehoused i know people that have come out this way and nothing at all excellent people that sold their houses under regen yeah. and bought houses in rural limerick yeah. and good for them and people that were inside in various estates round where the old dog track was, yeah. which was a uh, uh, an atrocity, to be blunt about it, uh, moved out towards the Castle Tri area and moved out to the east side of yeah, the city yeah, yeah. and bought homes. And they have integrated very well. Great people. But you see, unfortunately, like everywhere else, you get one or two or maybe 5% of the populace that are challenged in their own right and they make life challenging for everybody that's around them. Challenged, we'll be very straight about it. They have issues, Pat. They may be drug-taking. They may be people that are permanently unemployed for various reasons. There are people out there that don't want to work. You may not be aware of that. And that seem to be able to get away without working on an ongoing basis. And that's where social housing comes into it. Not quite. Now, to be fair... There are people that need social housing, and at the moment, anybody on an income of under 35,000 here in Limerick uh, is entitled to apply for social housing, even if they're out at work every day. And the intention originally was to accommodate low-paid people that went to work. Nowadays, you have several issues. You have the multiple families. You have the, the people that have come on and they're in their second, maybe third relationship. And that is creating a, ma- a major challenge, again, I'll use the word, uh, for the housing section. They call it community now rather than housing. Yeah, in, I, I, I get to the point now because I, I'm conscious of two lads here sitting and listening. Uh, and I'm uh, saying everything and they're saying nothing. To, yeah, to you and no, I. There was a person, sorry, Christy, sorry, Christy. I was, a few people rent to me there in, in recent weeks and, and they paid big money for a, a private house mm-hmm. in Newcastle West. Yes. And they, they, they were actually crying they're inside now and they said there's a curfew at half estate in the house in the state in which to live. There's all kinds of antisocial behaviour, I think is what you call it nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, those people are actually crying. And yeah. they're landed inside now because of... He paid, paid big money for houses and now there were people living there who didn't pay for the houses at all. Yes. If I'm putting it correctly. You're putting it, you're putting it as it and is. And there was a large element of antisocial behaviour in mm. here in Newcastle mm. West, and I think you're very familiar we, with we had, than we I am. We discussed the last time I was here about breaking an entry where the, the person two doors away is paying significant rent every week. What did you say, Dan? We, we discussed a case here at the last um, programme I attended here yes. uh, where there was a case of breaking and entering and people are in the house and not paying rent. Could you even explain that better? They decided that they'd move in, that the council had the house boarded up. So yeah. there was a Boarded decision. up meaning yes. they had steel shutters on the doors and yes. the windows. correct. You and know the house. I do, yeah. But people listening, breaking in is breaking a window or taking away a timber partition. But these were steel shutters on the doors and yes. the windows. Yeah. Yeah. And the people came and took them down. I had a motion here well, before council. Now, just to now. point. They, they, they took down the shutters, they did. the steel shutters, doors and windows they did. on a, a council-owned house. Mm. And were the guards involved? The guards, uh, the guards feigned and left. The what? The guards attended, but they went away. The and guards didn't become involved because the guards were led to believe this was a domestic matter, which it wasn't. And so it was. Now, Christy. 
Well, I, I know. I, I, past I, the rest of today. Yeah, yeah, but look, I have an experience. I, I know of a woman in a, in a, in a respect, what would have been a respectable housing estate here in Newcastle West. And like that and everything else, the, the council, in their wisdom, I suppose, probably bought up a couple of houses and they left in people that would be not not complying with what the rest of us would be complying with, right? And this woman, anyway, one such family moved alongside her. They don't cause her trouble, but they have the name and that is it. And, and well, they, they, they create the issue like and, and people coming around and all that. She has the house up for sale for 12 months and she hasn't got one bid for mm. the house. Mm. And like and and she wants to get rid of the house uh, and she wants to get a, a right a fairly right price it, as well for it. it. You're talking about an, an estate where the houses were quite expensive to buy. Exactly, right exactly. In the first place. And like her, her, she was. She, I don't know. She probably bought it fifteen or twenty years ago. Like she won't. Uh, she probably won't get her money back now. She didn't yeah. even get an offer. Similar to the one I'm after giving to you, Jerome. So yeah. this is what's happening. Look, I have no houses. problem with social housing, but yeah. it's the it's the council that are wrong. They are not vetting anything. They are not controlling the whole thing. They, they are leaving everything go haywire, well, and there is no control. Well, I had I got no support for this, by the way. I had a motion here at local level that responsibility and ownership of uh, of uh, council uh, properties come back to the municipal area here in Newcastle West to be managed. Oh no, that couldn't be done. We wouldn't have the resources to do that. But it needs to be done. It does, of course. It needs to be done. And it's one, if, if on that particular night where we had that difficulty, if the guards could have picked up a phone, if they were willing. The guards? The uh, yeah, yeah, but the wait guards one second now. Minutes. If they'd picked up a phone and rang somebody at local level uh, who was responsible, mm-hmm. something would have happened. <clears throat> Now the process is in the courts. That incident took place two months ago. Uh, The last weekend of July. And the people who went into it, have they gone out of it now? No, no, it went to court. They're still inside it? Yeah. Yeah. Now, Tom. Well, it's... um, Does that sound to you? Well, it sounds very familiar, number one, because... And I should also sound... It's it's, um, an area that we've covered here on numerous occasions and as Christy said before the, the programme maybe we're talking and wasting our voices and wasting our energy by discussing it because like uh, the people responsible for all this are the local authority mm-hmm. yeah, exactly and uh, you see I'd be very familiar with Limerick City very familiar with the with, with the with the housing estates and that are there and they were built and and uh, you know they were they were all <coughs> they were all built to good quality. Okay, maybe the density would be a problem. I'm not a I'm not a, an architect or a, and specialist in that area of housing or, or that. But I know one thing that I saw: the finest houses built, given to people, and let them they were wrecked. They were didn't they were knocked, and uh, I saw like two or three states and you mentioned regeneration the monies that have been spent on generation in Limerick would frighten you yeah. there's an idea of Bertie Hearns initially in order to combat like the actual the law and order situation the crime situation in Limerick the, the lack of control uh, by authority but the whole lot comes down at the end of the day to a council 
that we elect number one, you're one, I mean Jerome, you're one of them, that, that, that elect us, and an executive that are incompetent and incapable of doing their job. And it, it's that's going back, that didn't start today. That's, that's, we had, I remember in, in Limerick going back, and I was there a long time, in Limerick City, it was a stepping stone for, the, for our city and county managers for Cork or for maybe Dublin, someplace like that. It was only kind of a, a passing through with no direction, no management whatsoever, and just people just going and doing, sitting down, going through the motions and not managing a city that's only a very, very small city and should be easily managed. But the situation is that it continues to this day, the same thing. And the same people are getting huge money, their huge salaries, and now they're talking about electing a mayor to add to the confusion. The, who are responsible are the people that we elect to send in to sit around a table and run the city and county. That's what, what they're elected to Tom? do, and they're not doing it. But Tom, while, <clears throat> while the people continue to elect the same representatives and send the same people into the council, uh, how can you change something? Like, for example, here in this municipal area, we have the same, every one of the councillors, bar, all bar one, have been around for 20 years. Exactly. Well, the, the and Christy Kelly made every attempt to yeah. get in, and he failed. I only scrubbed, I only got the scrapings of the barrel from the people, yeah. and I felt I had, I had a good... But then, I, I, was, yeah. I was passionate about yeah, it. You were, of course, Christy, and now but you had to work ethic as well. See, I mean, Jerome has been saying that here for a good while, and we've been saying it, we agree with him. The people are wrong, and you see, it is only when it comes to their own back door, that our front door, that then they become concerned. And, you, and it is a fact that you elect it, and, and you could move the same policy nationally. The same thing. You know, you, you have the same defectiveness of, of elected representatives now, it appears to have been just. Like Jer Jerome, in res with respect to him, like he seems to be the only one in this area that will speak up. He's not afraid well, to speak done up. It, sure. he's, he's not it, like, prepared, he's yes. prepared to speak up. Well, I the left, are just uh, and Christy, I left a party that wouldn't listen. I understand. Yeah. I was told at a party meeting that I'd have manners put on me because I expressed an opinion Which would that say? by the leader of the group. Yes. Yeah. You see, it's, it is the, the actual, you know, the, 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 the power of officialdom has them all quietened and just made just irrelevant. That is my uh, opinion about uh, it. I'd go slightly further. Cozy cartel. Oh, yes. It's a cozy well, cartel. A, it's an on the wing. I, I would, in actual fact, confirm that. I mean, and, yes. and, and agree with you, Jerome. You know, now, gentlemen. They don't want to go against the grain. The, the, yeah. the, the, the yeah. sitting councillors don't want to go against the grain and, and say what is what mm. because, they, okay, they'll get maybe bits of planning in for. So over the road or whatever or whatever, and and if they if they make now, noise, they won't get now, hit. Gentlemen, it. Having, not afraid to stand having up. said well, what you said, I disagree somewhat with part of it. You blame the county council for this antisocial behaviour, in because of the private houses people buy, hmm. then the council take over some houses and they give them to people, and some of them is classed as antisocial behaviour. And you blame the county council for that. Whereas I back because you're looking at major room behind the microphone. And you can remember not too many years ago where I had let a house to a family here in, in not too far, a stone's throw from where mm -hmm. we were sitting. Mm -hmm. 
and there was a bit of a squabble or row or something among the people and the, the rapid response unit came out if you recall and they had to block the entrance for a weekend and the amounts of death threats that I got and phone calls and abuse and it was front page to Limerick later and my response is my property was selling houses, renting houses mm -hmm. and the job of the guarantee is to keep the law and you're back to anti-social, you're blaming the council, <coughs> but anti-social behaviour is a matter for the Gardaí to deal with. Now, I'm not blaming the Gardaí because they're under terrible pressure, under terrible stress. It's the <coughs> head guys, the head <coughs> people in the Gardaí. But, sorry. Which we will go into yeah, in detail I, later. I, I don't totally disagree with that. But the local authority and the approved housing bodies, because <coughs> an awful lot of the... Uh, the more challenged and more difficult tenants have now been passed the MacVerries, etc. of this world. Respond, MacVerry, focus on. By the way, there's, there's 50, was it 53, I told you this before, approved housing bodies in, in, in this country. And they spring up like mushrooms. And it is only when there's a problem you find mm -hmm. out that this is managed by so-and-so. So, -and -so. so you have youngsters running out from Limerick to manage people that are way ahead of them before they even get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. So it, that is part of the problem. Well, so I wouldn't, yes, yeah. I wouldn't blame the council in total for the anti-social behaviour. No, the, People, the, the council yeah. haven't done the anti-social yeah. behaviour. But if the law, and Tom and I have been on about the law for years, yes. we're not blaming the guards. They're brought to court and they get a slap in the thing. They have 100 convictions, 150 convictions, and off you go again. The guards may as well come out and handcuffs themselves now. That's yeah. what we're down to. That's how bad that the lack of law and order yeah. is, is here. But the lack well, of respect, the yeah. lack of respect. That's gone out of the dictionary. That word respect, yeah. it should be taken out of the English yes, dictionary because the lack it doesn't of respect exist anymore. Some people have. No, we can't paint, paint all, the, all no. the people in social housing the same, to be honest. 95% of, of them are not a problem. Exactly. No. But, but you have those ones that are a problem. Yes, but they don't respect the properties they are given. They're given fine properties, everything, A1. They're actually, I think, to be honest, I think, okay, the cost of housing, everything has gone up so much in price, but I think the standards don't have to be as high to have yeah, a, to have a, a proper Christy, if we, and Jerome knows it, that some of the tenants have literally damaged the houses. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that is criminal damage. It is. And that should be a court case. And like if a, so if a pane of glass is broken, sorry, broke yes. that has happened in the private rental sector. I saw people that rented houses privately. Yeah, yeah. And the... The skirting boards were taken off for firewood. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And your summons, you have nothing to get, so there have been summons at all. No point. Tom? Well, Pat, I disagree with you. Like, your, um, your, the point you're making there, because the reason I do is that there has to be a management, there has to be a boss. The people in charge are your local authority. They, the girls are not in charge. They, that's an integral part of our system. They have to be introduced in a situation. The areas that we're talking about that are now expanding big time into little villages and crossroads in the, in the rural areas. The situation is that, you see, when, when there's no overall management, there has to be a, a, a very, very strict control by the authority that are paid big money, big pensions, holidays, the whole lot going with it. They have to be, they have to be active. They have to do their job. They're not doing their job. 
It's simply that. And by, by saying that, overall management, Patty, if it's a team, if it's a club, if it's a, a company, big or small, there has to be management structures. Management will, when you see the failure that we are talking about here every night, antisocial behaviour, naked blackguardism, I mean, criminal damage being done, the people, that has been let get out of control in Limerick for the last 50 yeah. years. Like Tom, if you're working inside in Limerick County Council and you have 10 people in for house and you have 10 houses or 8 houses, you'll, you'll do your best maybe if to have a few children more than the others. They get it. But you can't discriminate against anybody. And if those people have antisocial behaviour or damage the property, that is a matter for the law. But, That's what I'm saying. But, but you see, it is a matter for the law, but you see, the, the, first it has to be managed. It has to be managed by the people that, that rented the house or that awarded the house. They are the people that have to engage with the county and ensure that every case, like the one here in Newcastle West, is straight away it's looked after and there's no there's no big delay or there's but no the neighbours called the girls <coughs> in the one Jerome is talking about yeah, and they went, away, they went away again Jerome is that correct Jerome? that's my understanding they weren't interested that's yeah. my understanding and they didn't notify the county council that one of their houses had been but so they should know that re-entered they should know yeah, that Pat. Yeah. they should know that we have, they, have, they have people on the ground I'm sure they have they have a staff here in Newcastle West I'm told that they have, <laughs> they have a sub office of some sort here. At the council? The council, This, yes. bear in mind now, started at 9pm yes. and worked on until 3am, this yes. exercise. Yeah, <laughs> I understand that. And so, Tom, if you, yeah, came, Tom if you came and you saw somebody at your neighbour's house at that yeah. hour of the morning, yeah. surely you'd have copped on and said to yourself, this can't be right. Of course you would, yeah. But the point about it, you see, is the, it's, it's the overall management of the situation has got all the control because Correct. why people they can't but I I have a, a good idea as to why. You see there are other areas that they are that they are engaged with. And I just have a small little example there. Two men that I know in their nineties, eighty nine and ninety one, living down in a in, in a in a, a place in Limerick City. Uh, lovely two men that worked all their life and have only very simple only a pension and very, very, only barely getting by. One of them, they're, they're actually, their washing machine, uh, no, the cooker, sorry, the cooker, they have no washing machine. The cooker was, went, I mean, went to fire, and a friend of theirs took him down to the, to the local uh, authority, community welfare. community welfare, a month ago, to get, with a, they cost, I think it was costing 500, which they hadn't. And they had the colour with him. Mm. And they they had more farms fill up. They had to come down themselves. They were hardly able to come down. Such carry on by that official, who I am <coughs> going to have get her name, a lady, and who she works for, whether it's for the local authority or it's for the HSE. And we will take up that matter straight away. A month ago, they haven't, that man, our two brothers haven't got that cooker off of you. No, I just want to come back in on that. Just a matter we, of interest. We're it there. We're Com- community welfare. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061 314 948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie.
You are listening to the podcast of County Views as broadcast on West Limerick 102 FM on the 27th of September 2023 from 9.30 to 11pm. Joining Pat O'Donovan and Tom Ryan, Christy Kelly and Councillor Jerome Scanlon as this is the podcast of County Views. The phone lines and text lines are now closed. Please do not phone or text otherwise you'll be unnecessarily charged. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061-314-948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie. Welcome back, listeners, and you're tuned to West Limerick 102 FM, your local community radio station broadcasting from Newcastle West. And we thank you for the messages and, of course, also the 50-50 draws running. So we thank you for your support in that. And Tom Ryan just said a little bit earlier there, he was in the beautiful hall in Golden in Tipperary there, situated between Tip Town and Cashel. And it was a concert on behalf of the local community radio station Tip Midwest, which we have a lot of contact with. And there was over 500 people at the concert. They run draws there and they take in 35,000 on a, a Christmas draw every year. And it's disappointing that there isn't a little bit more responses from uh, locally here in this area. A 50-50 draw goes at about uh, maybe 300 per week. But if we took out the amount that was sold below on the square for people standing in the rain, it would be literally half that amount. So folks, maybe, maybe what can I say? We also have purchased a new outside broadcast unit. It's a, a large van completely equipped with outside broadcasting equipment, seating, etc., etc. That would be for matches, consoles, Santa Claus, etc., etc., etc. And um, I, I wonder, am I talking to myself or is there anybody listening? We're appealing to people to get involved in the radio station. We don't have any sports program of soccer, camogie, radio, rugby, whatever the hell. We, we don't have any sports programs because we don't have anybody to do it. So maybe after this appeal, and, and I'll probably do a piece, record a piece for to, to go out in the next couple of weeks on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. We need more people involved in the radio station, folks. Otherwise, you might not have any radio station in the future. So it's important that people get involved and don't just leave it a small handful that's operating here every night. Tom Ryan travels out there long distance every Wednesday night, never misses night. And we have a load of GA people, rugby people, soccer people, all kinds of people around the area, West Limerick, around the town here and around the broader area, Abbeyfield, and not one of them seem to have time to get involved in the radio station. That includes farming as well. I could go on, folks. But in the meantime, I thank you for sending in your request for the song, was it a crappy buy or Boulevard? Vogue? And by an hour majority, it is the crappy buy by Brendan by on the Ryle Show Band. And also, folks, I asked you at the beginning of the program, what song would you like us to play at the beginning of the program next week? So I'm waiting some calls on that one. And if I don't get any, then we won't play any song. So the beautiful voice of the late, great Brendan Byer and the crappy by. Due to podcast regulations, we are unable to play that song on this podcast. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061-314-948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie.
That was the great <coughs> Brendan Byer and the Ryan Show Band, as we said, uh, made their first appearance on this night in the hall in Waterford in 1957. The back on antisocial behaviour, Gardaí, in the state of the country, really, at this point tonight. The GRA, the Garda Representatives Association, describes described the meeting with the Garda Commission Commissioner as a waste of time. The Minister for Justice said that they have full confidence in the Garda Commissioner. The Taoiseach said he has full confidence in the Garda Commissioner. And Pat O'Donovan says that means that those three have no confidence in the 98% of the Garda who vote no confidence. Christy? Yeah, well, we, we're hearing about the, the lack of Garda all the time. Like, but, lack of numbers, but, yeah. but I, I just don't know how many are based here in Newcastle West. Well, of course, there's no guard station here in Newcastle West, really. The answer course. is none. And, like... Uh, sorry, Christian. There are surely a, 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 a reasonable sorry, amount of guard in the air. Sorry now for interrupting you at this point in time. I had reason to ring the guard lately. Many people I know have rang the guard here in Newcastle West lately. I know of a person you, the other night. Sorry, Christian, may I continue? Yes. You, you finished up with Anglesey guard station in Cork. That's the latest, or it's Henry Street, so... There's no point in ringing up. You'll go to Anglesey. Sorry, Christy. Yeah, via yeah. Henry Street. Yes, uh, Henry Street I, I know. I know, of, Anglesey, I know so. of a person as late as this week yeah. who rang the Abbey Field Garda station at about eight o'clock on the other the other night, and it, it involved animal cruelty. Yeah. Uh, and you know, the person rang the IC, ISP, uh, checked up the ice, the cruelty association because they were closed. So the next thing is he, he rang the guards. And rang Abbey Field, next thing he was connected to Henry Street. Gave his spiel about, it was, it was actually a lorry of pigs that were parked up for the night. Like th these were roaring and screeching inside in the lorry. And obviously they'd be there all night, not watered or faded or, or nothing like. So he, he gave his spiel to the, the guard in Nimerick. And the guard in Nimerick, hold on, he says, I'll, I'll get you, I'll make connect you and your it will be recorded so the next thing he waited a few minutes and on to Cork gave the details to the person in Cork of course the person in Cork didn't know where Newcastle West was not in mind anymore and gave the details the best as he could and oh we'll, we'll get somebody out there as soon as we can now if if there was a serious incident in a house if there was for instance uh, a person being molested or beaten up or something and they rang for the guards, what good was that? Yeah. Like, it's it's outrageous. And Ger there are surely guards. Where are they? Like I don't know. Jerome, it's not fit for purpose. I had a similar situation last week also. I got similar to that. I was asked for the zip code and my details yeah. and name, and then I was put on to Anglesey Street we, in Gork, we found who him. asked me for the area code or, or the zip code the or whatever. Postal code. Postal code which I didn't know the postal code of the area. It's, it's, the whole thing is a shambles. It's shambles. not fit for purpose. Well, it's run by, in my view, Drew Harris, who's the dictator. And if, if the uh, Miss McEntee, the Taoiseach, and Michal Martin aren't very careful, they'll come down with him. If everybody in your house wasn't talking to you, Pat, would you not ask yourself the question as to who was to blame? All the others are you. And that's what Mr. Drew Harris, that's the point Mr. Drew Harris is at right now. And the sooner Minister McEntee realises that, the better. We have, we have a, a drug squad 
that was working relatively effectively. You mightn't agree with me in I total. Have it on my list. Yeah, yes, yes. relatively effectively. It's being disbanded. They're going to take it into Henry Street, and we're going to be down. The number of guards that are meant to be covering here will have to cover that aspect of the work as well. So Tom, we're going to be down to about 30% of the Tom, I don't know if you know it or not. That. There was a, a, a drugs unit based in Adair covering the county of West Limerick, 10 of them, I believe. That has now been disbanded completely. And as drums have said, put into Limerick City, when we know this week and every week and every week, the, 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 the county seems to be walking with drugs every <coughs> village and crossroads. I thought, I, I, I thought I knew there was only one guard in Adair. No, these were based in Adair, dealing with drugs throughout yeah. the West. Yeah. So they wouldn't be operating in Adair as such they were operating the whole area. Just that was the station. But my understanding is out of the station in Adair. Out of the station in Adair, yeah. But you see, the, uh, the, the initial thing here, Pat, is we've covered it umpteen times. Like every year we've, we've been on Adair. And, uh, you know, uh, and the, 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 the law and order, the policing, the, the actual police management and the justice system, you know, it, it's a huge area, like, and it's out of control now, it's gone. And I totally agree with Jerome. Uh, but I have a different, maybe, uh, I think different on this with Mr. Harris and his top team at, uh, in the Phoenix Park. I believe that, uh, that What's happening is you'll have a strike on the 6th of, November, of October. The Gardaí will go on strike. Because the actual reception that they got yesterday from Mr. Harris, who had come back from the international rugby match in, in, in Paris, was that uh, I believe there was some bit of, uh, of, of leave being looked at and he overruled it and he went down the dictator like. But you see, what that means, he'll resign and he'll get a pile of money and because he can't continue. He can't be, no boss or no team manager, or we saw that with the, with the soccer woman, you know, but no one can continue with the, with the actual, with 99.9% .9 of your staff totally opposed you and giving the vote of no confidence in you. It's a huge, huge, and I also agree with you that Mr. Mr. Leo, Radical, Michal Martin and our Minister for Justice are on a very, very rocky road here as well. And, uh, and I said they're afraid of Harris, like. Well, I said that's what it looks like. But he will he he will force himself out because I say he probably has a different idea maybe of a job in Europe or something. He's well, not well, going back to the north. Well, I might go over to, 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 to MI five or maybe in 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 the British Radio. Right well, well Harris is an ex RUC RUC <coughs> officer, like so. Oh, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't defend any RUC officer to be yeah, honest well, about it, but but the the system was was going downhill ever before he came in here. But the system didn't know and, and it is, there, Christy. The system was. But again, you see, it's why it's due to the incompetence at at commissioner level yeah. who are appointed by our government. Exactly, but to, to, uh, Harris he, isn't to blame. It was happening he, before he, he came. He came yeah, but Christy, he was brought in to retrieve a bad situation, and yes. in my view, he has made a bad situation much worse. But he's in charge, you see. He's the man now that has to face up to responsibilities. Is more. No one said what went before him. That's like a manager of a football team or all in oh, yes. or a soccer team. You that was going bad. That's been that. He's there. He's, he's, he's in situation. No, and that's not. He loads the 
dressing room, but he lost all the supporters as well. Well, he did. And, <laughs> and the see, team. And, <laughs> but but team. I mean, that didn't give you uh, the overall, probably, of what the general context we're talking about here tonight, like about the lack of confidence in the Gardaí. They're, 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 you know, also, they're not able to do their job. And, and probably, in a lot of cases, and, not doing their job either. You know? And to think about it, the morale in the force has to be under the floorboards. What and, like, that? what are they, if you were below in Henry Street Station this evening, what are the guards that are on duty discussing? What are they talking about? Talking they're about talking that. about the, 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 the conditions. Uh, Mr. Joe yeah, Harrison, the way they're being treated by him. And also, in the same situation, there are as many good top guardy at the moment under suspension for silly, trivial reasons that we're talking about the numbers. I mean, I, I'd say nearly eight, between five and ten percent of all the other force is under suspension at the moment. Uh, we, ha- we know in Limerick there's a lot of them, uh, over none, over, over what, they were, what they were instructed to do. And what's been happening about that? What are our politicians talking about that above the door are locally? They're going around like mice, they're not opening their mouth. What, what are they afraid of? Worse, they're paying lip service to political correctness and it's political correctness, Tom, that has some of those people on the sidelines. Right, but folks, we'll go to that break. We'll be back to you shortly. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061-314-948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie. You are listening to the podcast of County Views as broadcast on West Limerick 102 FM on the 27th of September 2023 from 9.30 to 11pm. Joining Pat O'Donovan and Tom Ryan, Christy Kelly and Councillor Jerome Scanlon as this is the podcast of County Views. The phone lines and text lines are now closed. Please do not phone or text otherwise you'll be unnecessarily charged. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061-314-948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie. Welcome back, listeners, and thank you for... All your messages, if you want to send any more messages, folks, 069 200 or 87 That is 069 on the ordinary telephone or 87 And the panel tonight is Christy Kelly, Temple Glantine, Councillor Jerome Scanlon, Independent, and independent men minded as well is Tom Ryan, producer Jason Smith. My name is Pat O'Donovan, and looking up at the screen here in front of me, and hi Pat, will you play? There is an aisle by the late Frankie Flynn. Thank you, Mary Butler Capanook Maru. Thank you, Mary, for that one. I never heard the Frankie Flynn. I heard of him. Good yes. man, Tom. Good man, Tom. He, that was his Tom has the age on me, you know. That was the team song of Shannon Robbie Club and Frankie, uh, I believe. Uh, Frankie where was he from? Limerick? Is Limerick, he? He, he was, yeah, he was. A, yeah, he was a famous individual. He's a recorder, I wonder. Lovely man. Oh, he's a record. We tried running for Mary, even though uh, another man got in before you, and he's he, John O'Grady. Uh, local man at least we were delighted we got one phone call from West Limerick listenership area anyhow on the matter and he wants Luke Kelly night visiting song so hopefully we'll, we'll get both of men in if possible next week for you there and 
Another one. What does the panel think of the recent drugs haul and the professional way the Gardaí and the Army carried out their duties regarding James Holmes at Hay? And then another one in the same vein from our good friend Con Crimmon. Hope you're keeping well, Con, and that Elvis is still hopping around the hills of Kilcolman. Con Crimmon called comment about the drug seizure. Would it be a good idea to destroy the drugs in a more public way with public witnesses, not confident with the drugs being locked away in the warehouse? I was wondering that myself, Con, if it was worth one and a half million, what do they do with them, what becomes of them, and so forth. <laughs> good question, lads. First day... Well, tr tr we had the high-profile yes, finding of uh, a ship sailing up and down the seas. Well, I suppose it was all a, a, a tip-off, I suppose, really, and uh, they knew it was on it, and that they were... But, like, I, 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 uh, is, it, is it eight ships the, the Navy have, and there's only two of them at sea? So they can't get Navy personnel to, to, to man our waters at the moment. So, like, we're, we're seen as an easy, as an easy I should, touch. I should... I should say there, of course, in the past 20 years, 16 lots of cannabis and all that kind of stuff, or drugs anyway, have been washed up on our Irish shores. And the country seems to be walking with them, so the cut one, and I suppose we'd pass no comment, but like they're the making the most of the one they cut anyway, but about all the ones that cut, got away, like the fish, unlike about the ones that got away. Yes, right. Unlike the Red Hand of Ulster, they couldn't throw two and a half tons of it ashore. Yeah. And that's what apparently what was in that consignment that they're aware of. And they haven't taken up the floorboards on that ship yet. Tom? Well, it has a huge haul, 150 million, 160 million worth of, of cocaine for the British and European Irish market. She goes to show the amount of customers that are there for it. Like, and uh, again, we can blame the drug gangs, we can blame the drug bands, which are the people are buying it and using it wholesale now. We're, we're listening to programs every day about it. <coughs> but um, again, it, 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 I suppose the Gardaí and the, and the Army have to be complemented here because this programme has been promoting the army, promoting the, our our, uh, our Gardaí and we've never criticised them, we've always said that our army and our and uh, is badly underfunded, understaffed and under under equipment and they have, they have the lack of equipment and the lack of investment in our army over the last, but today all the head ponchos are out and they're all Praising the army, our army done great work overseas and at home, and uh, you know, and we are definitely like, I mean, ashamed. We should be ashamed of ourselves to ever treating our our army, or especially in the lower ranks in particular, and the amount of work that that, that they can do. And as Christy has rightly said, we have eight ships, and uh, we have only two at sea, and uh, that's something radically wrong. Where's who's in charge or? Who's the minister in charge of that? Michael Martin. He's all over the world. He's very, very important. He was over. He had to be over in the United Nations last week in case Leo Vladika would get a small bit of publicity about him. He took Evan Ryan with him another, and they're all, and they also had our minister for health over there. Over, and this, and then we had nearly a, a revolution about the protest in the Dáil. So there's a lot to be said about about the hypocrisy that our government ministers and the people that are elected to lead this country and are paid well to do it, they're full of hypocrisy and incompetence. 
And the scoliosis victim suffering while the minister was over there. Correct. And we've discussed that as well, Jerome. Mm. And we, we have this drug thing that we're discussing <coughs> at the moment. I, I, and the country basically rode liable since we walked with drugs that were so readily available, I'm told. And I was talking to a man during the week that has been in America for many years, and he came back and he was at a house party. He said it was in West Limerick. And he said he just couldn't believe it. They were passing powder on a plate around as if you were passing biscuits at a party. Openly, he just couldn't believe the way Ireland has changed. This time you loosened up and went out at night, Pat. I don't be out. I don't go to pubs. So I, I, I'm a total stupid yeah. idiot in that department. Wouldn't yeah. have a clue. Wouldn't have a clue. I hear lads saying mm. that they pass different mm. pubs and they can get the smell of the drugs even passing on the footpath outside. Sure, even well, I saw this week there was they showed video yeah. clips of, of drugs being passed on the street in Dublin. We'll say so. They were at show this on camera. So why weren't they? these people being pulled in mm-hmm. why would you disband a, a drugs unit based in West Limerick when in actual fact you'd imagine the number should have been doubled and I think I think to be honest about it it's the, it's 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 at the bottom they should be targeting because the boys they won't catch the boys at the top but if they caught enough of the lads at the bottom to keep them from being distributing the stuff which well, it's open you sure you can see them you go going to the city and now in rural areas we say as well you can see people driving big cars and flashy watches and big houses and secure gates and lights up and cameras up all over the place and these people never worked in their life you know i mean what kind of fools are we like? I mean, to tolerate this. And our authority is like, I mean, tolerating it. And our revenue tolerating it. They'll, they'll target me, they'll target any man that's, that has a number that's working and trying to keep it going, trying to keep, trying to keep it showing the road and paying his taxes. And what about these gurus? They've been allowed to develop from being not able to able to read or write to being kingpins of, criminal, of criminals, like international criminals inside the streets of Limerick. I mean, like, well, who's, who's responsible for that? Our law and order, our management, and our authority. It's not Chrissy Kelly or Tom Ryan or Jerome Scanlon, didn't, because we have we can't only talk. And if we and if you talk, you're you're kind of you're threatened as Pat was, you know. Like, I mean, and so that you have a fear out there, and that that fear I'm in Limerick a long time, and you could see developing through all sorts of of conniving and lack of leadership, lack of management, and that is, that's what's happening across the whole realm of, of our society, public and private. Lack of authority, lack of competence, and a fear factor now. That's actually, they're talking about the far right and the far left. They're afraid of them now, and they're talking about protecting politicians, and they mightn't be able to go through the doll as if they went there anyway. The most of them were missing for the opening of the doll, or leaders, they were all gone. But the, all the emphasis was on the protest outside the door, because people were called names. And I didn't see anyone injured or killed, and I don't want to see any violent protests. I protested outside the door myself. But one interesting point that I want to mention about protests and is everyone that opened their mouth in either public or private or in the media this week, the first thing they started was, we have a constitutional right to protest. Okay, I protested. And it's very interesting for our listeners to hear about this. 
I protested inside in Raheen Industrial Estate, which is one of the biggest companies in the world, and our Taoiseach was there, Mr. Michael Martin, and all the all the politicians, councillors, mayor, the whole lot were there, all inside eating a big, big dinner. They were there for about three hours inside. They had eight chefs inside, okay? I ha- what was on the menu, Tom? Well, the menu, I think, was, was lamb anyway, was in it, and salmon. Move on, anyway. And after they had chocolates. Oh, right. I, yeah, it's part of it now. It's part right. of what's going on, you see. So I had my placard on my shoulder outside in the road, an ordinary bit of a small farmer from, from the side of the road, and they were up and down, and I walked up and down. I, there were two girls watching me, right? I didn't know my mouth to anybody. I had, I, I had my placard, right? <coughs> Every councillor... And every official city and county was there with medals hanging off them and, and, and chains hanging off them. Robes. And robes and everything. There was about 800 of them there inside filling themselves. Right? My place, um, my farm was being poisoned with the worst type of pollution that, that can what be. What did they say to you anyway, Tom? Hold on. I come to it. I was, I was interviewed by every media outlet, including our own, like... Limit Leader, Post, Radio, nationally and locally. And, and, and w- there wasn't one sentence or one line of my, of, of my protest on the actual, on any media outlet. Uh, what did he, Clark from the, was there from TV3, he interviewed me. That wasn't even, there wasn't even mentioning that. He's now with the council, he's there, he, he's a publicity euro. Right? Now, if I was there on the shouting and pelting things, maybe maybe coding or something, maybe or let it be drier with, I'd be on every page. So therefore there isn't much thought of any silent protester in this country. And these hypocrites that are out there talking and the crowd that we have representing us in the media, they're worse than the actual politicians. Because not well, one news outlet Well of course Tom, that. we've had loads of people being attacked in Dublin and the Minister for Justice said that Dublin was quite safe. Yeah, that's right, so yeah. It was only when it came home to roast in her own case. Ask the panel what they think is a solution to the current and growing problem of our young people whose lives are being ruined and sometimes ended in tragic circumstances circumstance by uncensored and unsupervised access to smart device and the internet. <coughs> Sadly, we have a young lady today dead up in near Hill in the morning in County Clare. Allegedly, she's uh, took some substance or Daredevil a, a kind of aerosol or something like that's supposed to be it, it's all very we've had a lot of a lot of deaths over the years <coughs> now because of the internet and, and smartphones and, and what's coming off of them but sure you have between bullying and all kinds of things but sure you have basically toddlers are on, are on the mobile phones you <coughs> see them I have seen them three and four years it's controlling the content here is the question but like it starts with that like they're, they're able to access the mobile yeah, phones yeah, and they yeah. can get stuff up so they, they <coughs> get smarter as time goes on and they, they meet each they other and, they, and, and, and they get to know what's what First of all, wouldn't one's heart go out to the family, the family of that girl? Yeah. And it's not the first yeah. time. We had it at local level here as well. Yeah. And as far as I'm aware, we're talking about probably the same, the same outfit. These media outlets need to be legislated for. There is no legislation <coughs> to stop me 
ruining your life or attempting to ruin your life if I go on one of those platforms. You can say anything about me, you can literally anything you like. And I don't think, I don't think if it was taken to court that you'd be very successful in pursuing your case. That's my reading. Tom, maybe why wrong? we were politicians there for five or six years, however long to this program, and we have that obvious case that should be dealt with immediately. And we have the case of these electric bikes, if that's what they call them, that are flying, taking handbags, e- taking phones, e-scooters, things, yeah. yeah. And they're being killed, and I can well understand why they're being killed because they just whiz in and out between the cars, and there's no usually they're closed, no lights, no controls. No legislation. The whole thing is running wild. Tom, you probably see them in the city yourself. Well, Pat, I can see frightening, every, every frightening. day, frightening. But sure, that's what we're. We elect, uh, I mean, we are, we, are, we are a kind of a sham democracy. It is a design democracy in a kind of a, a, what you call, a phony democracy, <coughs> what we have here. The people we're talking about, they're all out about, they're worried about, about their careers and their, what they're going to do and their, their lives are under threat and they feel threatened. One woman above in Galway, I think, was a rabbit, which she was a junior minister, someone fired a bag of... Dry coding, yeah, which was harmless. And it was harmless, and it was, oh, it was, we nearly had to go and a, a week more and over it. A vote gets off. If, if they're, if they're actually, yeah, if yeah. they're not worried about it, if it's that so much of a risky job, where are they going? They're all highly paid. They have a lot of, a lot of them are, have other issues. They're landlords and they're big developers and they're everything as well. We have them behind in Kerry, and they have a, a kind of a kingdom of their own back there. They can do what they like. And uh, so the point about it is that why then, how do we then expect people like that to have, a, to, for, to have any concern for what we're talking about? And also, Pat, the other issue about this is, what I see about it is, we're all talking about protecting kids, protecting kids. The kids now don't need much protection, I'll tell you, because they're, they're way cleverer. They have every kind of a facility that was ever known. And you're talking about legislating these media platforms. You can legislate whatever you like. The people are themselves, their homes, their fathers, their mothers. <coughs> have they any responsibility in all this? Or have we to carry the can for all these crashes, yeah. these multi-crashes in the road? We have that have been counselled by counsel that you have a teacher out today and we'll counsel them but sure, why can't they explain to the pupils and they're coming up the line the dangers of those things now it's it, at, yeah. at time again folks but I think the point is made there that people and parents will have to highlight but then people have to young people will have to act more responsible and, and take greater care of themselves as well County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061-314-948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie. You are listening to the podcast of County Views as broadcast on West Limerick 102 FM on the 27th of September 2023 from 9.30 to 11pm. Joining Pat O'Donovan and Tom Ryan, Christy Kelly and Councillor Jerome Scanlon as this is the podcast of County Views. The phone lines and text lines are now closed. Please do not phone or text, otherwise you'll be unnecessarily charged. County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061 314 948. 
Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie. Welcome back, listeners. Welcome back. Uh, we had another one there, Paddy Crowley, for nine. I took a walk out west one night. Is that it, Paddy? All I had in my pocket was my four and nine. So that's three of them. So thank you for the three calls. Anyway, folks, better than no call. And we'll try to facilitate you in the next week or two with those. And this thing about reducing the reducing the speed limit. Uh, our good friend Corral McCorton gets a bit high over that. He wants it to be reduced everywhere and anywhere. And I drive through a lot of country roads there. And I, uh, the, the signposts, you can't see some of them. They're literally covered over completely. And you have people walking or cycling on the back rural roads. I'm talking about, not talking about the professional cyclists or people on the main roads. Country people, they're walking with their back to the traffic. And I've never heard it being said that tell anyone to walk face the traffic which is in since 1959. Mm-hmm. And the, the bushes and briars sticking out, which <coughs> some of the roads that I travel, I, I, literally people should be banned from walking on because there isn't even room to step in for the people. Well, well, my opinion on this thing, you're supposed to walk on the right-hand side of the road facing the traffic. Yes, right? that's what you're supposed no, to do. No, but yeah. I think that's total bun- uh, illogical. Uh, really because you it depends on the type of a bend you're going around yeah, yeah, if yeah. you're going around if you're walking around a right hand bend you have a car coming facing you probably cutting the bend and could clean you out whereas I don't know why people can't just wear uh, use a small bit of common sense and go to the wide part of the bend where a bend is and at least that'd be safer. Maybe there might be two cars coming. Well, you'd have a better chance at the other <laughs> side anyway. To be, to be Basically, more open. Basically, the roads are not suitable. Many roads not suitable. But, but Pat, going back to the speed, I happen to be in a road fairly close to where you live, below on Red Keel. And to, to the funny one, actually, I was going to actually take a picture, but if I took a picture, I'd be taking a picture of a house straight across the road, and I didn't want to do that. There's a stop sign, but prior to the stop sign, maybe about five or six meters there was a sign there was an 80 kilometer speed limit before the stop sign now how illogical is that yeah it's there you know that one so like and 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 you you see these signs and but i think yeah this speed limits yes but it isn't isn't the speed limit people will drive mad anyway and and the speed limit in 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 the rural roads like people want to observe they'll just drive carelessly but that's well, speed. Well, Pat, they can do all they like about speed about the limit. They'll have we'll have people out putting up replacement signs to reduce it and whatever. Yeah. But it won't be enforced, and it won't. The only way that will be observed, mm. and this has to happen. And the sooner it happens, the better. And we're talking about an unresourced an under-resourced guard force. And we're talking about go safe vans that can only park in certain places. You put a camera into a particular village. If you exceed whatever the new limit will be when passing through that village, and there should be maybe a small bit of tolerance within this, Mm. but if you exceed the limit, if you exceed the limit or go excessively beyond it, then you get a a letter in the post demanding 160 quid from you, which is Mm. the fine. That's the only way to deal with it. We can do what we like in terms of 
putting up new signage, Gerard. telling people to drive through Fiona, for example, at 30 kilometres an hour. Mm. Useless, absolutely useless, a waste of resources, a waste of time. Mm. What you need is a speed camera, and we need law in this country to enforce fines for mm. speed cameras. They have it in the UK. I saw it. I was over there last month. Or, yes. And it's working. And it's in most countries in Europe. We need to get ahead of ourselves. We need to be proactive. What this, all this nonsense we had about speed, etc. And speed is a problem. But the nonsense that we had from the government on it was reactive. It was reactive. Yesterday, very, very sadly to a couple of tragic yeah. deaths. Yesterday Seven of them in one county. Yesterday down in Cool and Northern, down the main road between Redcade and Newcastle West, there was a speed van. And I go in back after lunch, it was there at a quarter to two. And I go home yesterday evening at six o'clock. It was still in the same mm -hmm. spot. Mm -hmm. And I came back last night, later in the night, it was still there. Okay. I was tempted to stop and check to see if it was the guy dead inside in the van. I have never seen him staying uh, so long in any lo location before. Yeah, it was there on Monday evening as well. I, I, I Maybe came it was Monday evening, I might have been yeah, talking about it as well. Yeah. It was there for... From literally a quarter to two till uh, yes. an awful yeah. long time. I thought he might have been uh, passed out inside or something. No, but you see, that is one well, area. Would it drop the vans by any chance and go away? I wouldn't think so. Uh -huh. I would say they're it's not for a long time to be sitting inside in a van, isn't but it? The, uh, the, they have a problem as well because it's not everywhere they can park. They, you know, they can be accused of, creating, of causing an accident. So, you know, probably where they're most needed, they can't be placed. So a well, camera, Pat, a camera in my view. As your comment about where the most needed is a bit of a nonsense because the main road between Cool and Northern, you know, below the filling station, mm -hmm. Tom, yeah. I said it was never an accident there in my life. In that Correct. Stretch, stretch yes. Yeah, I know? agree. Yeah. And that's where they always are, in that spot. Yeah. And you'll find them again further down the road near to beyond Croke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yes, Tom. You won't well, have a cut for speeding anyway. No. Well, you know, that I, I think that uh, this... You know, the, the real, the, the recent discussion about dropping speed limits, I think, is, you know, again, a reactionary one by our Minister for Justice and by, by, by a lot of pol top politicians. It's just the kind of say we'll talk about now because there'd been a few serious accidents, which there were, and no one wants accidents, no one wants fatalities. But the fact that there's a, a, a serious I mean, fatality doesn't mean that everyone has to suffer in the country. I believe myself that the speed limits are should be are okay and and I'll, i mean if you drop the speed limits going to going to the towns and major villages like people will be crawling from like and but since the enforcement of the current ones are, is the problem right you know that is and that is the i mean the, the whole the whole situation being reactive like like we are is going to only cause more a different type of a problem altogether for, for, for road users and you'll have people crawling and you'll, you'll have tailbacks and you'll have traffic jams, you'll have everything. Because I think the traffic, the traffic at the moment, the speed limits are okay. I mean, but, on a, but the actual people that break the speed limit, they're going to break them no matter what drop, no matter how low you drop them, they're going to do the same thing unless the Gardaí I, like, are there to ensure that these people are put off the road. But we'll say, say coming into town, like, we'll say you're, 100 is the speed limit, okay, coming, coming before you'll approach the town, and then straight away it's cut down to 60. Correct. Now, 
why isn't it gradual? Gradu- graduated down a hundred, maybe eighty. Just a warning that the signs are coming up. And that you can see them. Yes, and then you have you have the you have the Getzo van inside the yeah. inside the sixty. You are after doing a hundred now, yeah. and then you try to slow down, and he's, he'll zap you. No, back to con- that's, my, that's totally my, wrong. My understanding, Christy, is that the local authority will get a directive to put what, uh, limits that are appropriate for certain places into effect. Now, and Tom is right, a uh, 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 hundred is fine down Cullinorn, and an eighty is fine if you're going out on a regional road where it's straight. Yeah. But there are places that are built up on some of those regional roads, and I've had it, my representations for people, and it couldn't be reduced from eighty to sixty, which would have been realistic. I have a little road and where I'm living, and you went to the an eighty, and, and you could hardly do thirty in it because it is well, like yes. Coxcrew Hill. Yeah. But there was a fortune. There was a fortune spent not so many years ago putting up all these speed signs, signs for eighty. Yeah. And yeah. You didn't always have that on your road. Somebody, some guru came down yeah, and got yeah. paid to put that up. No need of any sign at all. That hello, pattern panel. I send this text from the high, wet, windy hills of Round Knock Row in Carroll Connors. What's the panel of yours in the Dáil protest last week? Is that level of protest too severe from Mark to your name? Glad you're well, Mark, and glad to hear from you again. I thought you had fallen out with me for some reason. We didn't hear from you quite some time. And, of course, the lads discussed that already. And I suppose they could have a quickie word for the friends that are left. The, the, well, this, I, I, this think, I think Pat, there's a, there's, there is a lot of anger in the in, in the country, a lot of anger in the country, and genuine anger because there's a lot of people suffering and under pressure, and uh, the, the politicians are only paying lip service. Now, not enough p- people are prepared to stand up and elect the proper people who will do something, but there, it's the same. The 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 few then that will stand up and and protest are just. Uh, Ignored, really. They're just saying their careers and their this and that. That's all they're called, like, you know, but they're prepared to stand up and and say what people are feeling, but the people themselves are afraid to stand up. Just as a matter of interest, folks, did the people that were there know what they were protesting about or why they were there to protest? They didn't highlight that too much. But I don't think they the did. People are concerned about the school buses. I get a lot of phone calls. I agree. Because That's my name is Patrick yeah. Donovan. That's mm. why I get the phone calls. <laughs> and I didn't say sorry. <laughs> Wrong man. The school buses, hospital waiting lists, can't get into classes in schools, and the housing. Mm. Like, we would probably have 50 people a day coming in to us looking for a place to rent. They're not available. Not it's beyond belief, and people mm. don't realise it. Mm. And yet, to have a large numbers still coming I, in, and they're not catering for. I had, I had inside a, already. I had a contact from a very concerned citizen today about a lady and her partner, not in the town, but not too far away in County Limerick, who have been sleeping in a car. I was given the number to contact the person, and she told me she's in this car on and off since last December. Mm. So, uh, folks, uh, Tom and myself have said here, you don't know the half of it, but we can guarantee you, you don't, they don't know the half of what the present situation is. On uh, Saturday night, the uh, 7th of October, the first Saturday night of the month, folks, the Rambley House, Nakfirna, where we do fine music, story and song, and everybody is welcome, there's no charge, and we give tea, bath and break, and... A little bit of smoke as well, maybe out of the fire. And that's Be very out. careful now when you mention smoke. Oh, oh, no, smoke. So <laughs> the good old-fashioned smoke, turf, folks. 
he doesn't allow us to burn turf anymore, I think. So that's in the Ramley House in Knockfair, and of course, Sasha the Seventh, you're all very welcome. And I have installed a big, large television for those who would like to watch the rugby match, so you can watch that first and in, enjoy that afterward. I did say a little earlier, folks, that we have bought a new outside broadcast unit from Kilkenny Radio Station, who in turn bought a very big, expensive one, spec and span new van completely. Kilkenny, so I wish we had the uh, support. You wish you had Mr. McGinnis here to, to I, finance uh, it for you. Yeah, I had, and they don't pay anything mm. for their location. That's given free of charge by Kilkenny City Council or County Council there, as is the one in Tipperary Midwest. Mm. But I, I think Tom would want to get after our politicians, would we or somebody? Well, Pastor, look. Talk to the wind. We want the people that are, that are listening and the people that support, that are listening to the radio and praising it, those are the people that should be supporting it, really, like last night in, in, in Golden. You know, you saw they real fair support there. You saw you really community effort last night. And I proposed, uh, Christy, you might second me, and you that we delegate yeah. Tom and Pat yeah. to go in to meet the executive of the council to get yeah. a premises yes. off them. But, to broadcast but it's a ridiculous situation. Yes. A community radio but, station yeah. based here in Newcastle yes. West for the community, no. by the people of the community, that it isn't provided with a facility from Limerick You do get a, s a nominal amount of money from that 20,000 community fund. Very, very little compared to... But in saying that, Pat, you have to say thank and... Also, like the people that are that are giving that, we thank the people for the wonderful the support. support. And we don't only wish here. we had more. Yes. Well, maybe the council yeah. so would have to shut you down, Pat. Time is up, <laughs> folks. Oh, please, we no. thank you all no, and no, thank no. you for your calls, folks. And I think I called out all most of those messages anyway. And can they tell me that that load of powder is put safely away anyhow? So, so they say. Good it night, folks. God bless and take care, and we'll see you <laughs> next week. And for. <coughs> Mary Butler, Mary, just get in there before we finish off. Uh, Frank Patterson is on a story and song on this coming Saturday as you're a Fra Frank Patterson fan, so you'll enjoy that one. So good night, folks. 102 FM. You've just been listening to the podcast of County Views as broadcast on West Limerick 102 FM on the 27th of September 2023 from 9.30 to 11 p.m. Christy Kelly and Councillor Jerome Scanlon joined Pat O'Donovan and Tom Ryan for the discussion... County Views is brought to you by Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, Limerick and Newcastle West. For all your legal requirements, phone 061-314-948. Tynan O'Donovan Solicitors, tod.ie.